0: Pro Football
1: Jokes. Make it uncomfortable.
0: Welcome to the Pro Football Jokes podcast. We are here in a very special Super Bowl because uh, one of our teams is actually participating. Uh, Reeb, things seems like uh, everything's turning up you this year. How are you feeling about the Bengals?
2: I am still in shock, kind of like what we talked about last week. It's just, it, it does not feel real but it is kind of a crazy year getting getting married and having my team go to the super bowl it's kind of crazy
0: yeah uh definitely definitely the year of re maybe maybe you'll even get a paycheck sometime that, this year. that's true
2: it was kind of funny uh i got more texts or i think me and jesse got more texts about the bengals winning than we did about our engagement so that was a A fun thing.
0: Let's be real. Like, what were more people (laughs) surprised about? Um, That
2: that's true. That's true. (laughs) It was a shocker. Uh,
0: Yes. Um, Well, uh, you know, Pep and I might not have had quite as uh, great uh, a year, but uh, we did get some news about our team as well. Uh, You know, got a new name for our Washington uh, football team now no longer the are they like no longer a football team now i don't i'm not sure uh but they are in fact the washington commanders how are you feeling about that pep
1: tell you what man (laughs) that name it's a new name man (laughs) i don't know we've we've gone through so many different cycles over the past three years just good to have some continuity going forward and uh you know, this isn't the worst thing that's happened to this franchise before, so let's just get behind it, go with it.
0: That's true. Now that they're commanders, we can forget about everything else that happened. It totally <laughs> erases it. Um, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, I will, we'll wait on you know talking about you know the, the Super Bowl teams. Who cares about them? Uh, let's talk about the commanders first. I mean, uh, Reeve, as an outsider. How did you feel about the name change? Does it seem like a good name from from an outside perspective?
2: uh I mean I we kind of texted about this. I feel like they were kind of screwed no matter how they went because it I don't think you're gonna get a majority of people to say, "Oh man, that's a cool name in any situation i personally, I don't think it's a good name though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was just thinking. What could you do? Like if there wasn't a team named the 49ers and then like that was what a rebranded team came <laughs> up with, we'd all think it's stupid.
0: Yeah. I, I was, I was thinking that too. Like when have we ever commented on like team names before? Like I've never even thought about like saying a team name is good or bad. Like yeah. it's just not it's so ingrained
2: in us growing up. Cause we've been watching our whole lives that everything just seems normal. Right. Oh, yeah, like, so, okay, cool.
1: You went through like a two-year rebranding process where you're saying you're doing research and then you're going internally in the organization (laughs) and interviewing people and your team name comes up with like the Jets or Bills (laughs) or Packers. I mean, I think we all collectively as fans set our expectations quite high. Like this has got to be the next thing. This has got to be huge, you know, a big team name. Uh, So Yeah, I I stepped back and looked at it from like that lens and I'm okay with commanders. Uh, I just think, did, did they do like a damage assessment of what potential nicknames for the team could be? Like you're obviously (laughs) getting the commies, the comms and you know, all the pictures. So did they do that assessment and say like, which name would have the least like bad stuff or, or not? Well, I mean, yeah.
2: can it even be the comms? Because it's not commanders. Commanders,
0: <laughs> <laughs> You make make a good point, Reeves. <laughs> the Washington uh, Communications. That's <laughs> what I majored in college.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I did, do think they kind of screwed themselves by being like, yeah, we're going to take two years to come up with this name. Yeah. Uh, Get ready. We gotta do all this internal assessment. Like, feel like you have to make it pretty good, and there's like no way to make a name like stand out like that. Uh, unless you just name yourself the football team. I think that was uh, that was a good compromise. But it's whatever. I, like, we we won't care in two years. Like, nobody's gonna Any, care. That
2: anything they picked was gonna sound like an AAF team or a USFL team. Like, anything was gonna sound kind of stupid.
0: Yeah, I do think it was a good joke that like Joe Theismann just like leaked the name (laughs) a week before. He just like talked for like five minutes about like how the commanders is going to be a good name. Uh, (laughs) Like he like just didn't realize that it was uh, not announced yet. Like I don't I don't know what
2: (laughs) what he was thinking.
1: (laughs) It will uh, it will take some use or getting used to just seeing them in the all black uniform. I'm trying to think of a team right now that does that. But it'll be weird seeing a team I root for because that's not like our usual color scheme. But I was thinking as soon as I saw the black uniform, like what if they went up against the Steelers and their Bumblebees?
0: Like that would be something else. (laughs) I feel like they wouldn't do that color matchup. I feel like one team would probably be white, but I don't know. It would be fun.
2: (laughs) I do also wonder, did they change... Like the fight song and everything too. Have they released that? They can't obviously still <laughs> sing. like to the Redskins. Yeah, they can't. I don't, sing, I don't they think they were do doing
0: anything. that. Doing that with the football team. I don't even know what they were doing as
2: football. That's team what right I was there. curious. Like, what did they change it to for the football team?
1: I don't know. With the football team, they, they were they using like the when they'd get a first down, they were using the Super Mario like pipe growing <laughs> out of the ground sound. <laughs> <laughs> They just had no identity there. So, I mean, with the football team, I hate to go back to overused jokes, but they could be like, hail to the commies. (laughs) So, this is kind of a problem.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, most football fight songs kind of sound like propaganda anyways, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, do all teams have fight songs? I feel like not. Not all teams. I
2: I know the Bengals have one, and it... Sounds like 1920s (laughs) war propaganda.
0: (laughs) There you go. We are the commanders, so I mean... Exactly,
2: just throw it in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, I mean, I'm sure, you know, the football, the whole football experience will be much better now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. all right well that's enough on our team uh, i'm sure this is a new era commanders have never lost a game so that's uh that's good and they um, never will never will and sure. they'll never have
1: points scored on them because it'll be 100 <laughs> nothing every game
0: yep <laughs> <laughs> all right um well let's uh, go to the teams in the super bowl um there were some pretty good games this past weekend. We'll start with Reeb's team, the Cincinnati Bengals uh, going against the Kansas city chiefs. Uh, we all expected the chiefs to kind of steamroll. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, Reeb did pick the Bengals, but I feel like that was mostly just wishful thinking. Um, what? I picked the Bengals too, but that was just try, try to catch Jack. <laughs> um, so I, and I, I thought the Bengals would, make it more of a game once they were down twenty-one to three. Um and but I didn't expect them to come back and win and they did. Um Breeb, take us through the emotions of watching your team in that critical <laughs>
2: game. Um yeah, going into it it was full of hope, thinking all right, we're gonna show them that the first matchup wasn't just a fluke and then uh Seemed very quickly that oh maybe it was, <laughs> maybe it was just a fluke. Um, they just couldn't get anything going on offense. Joe Burrow had like no time to throw, and I saw after the game the PFL like the passing grades for Adenogy and Jackson Carmen, who kind of switched out at right guard. It was one point five and then 0.9 where they're passing. I don't grades. think that's good. No, it is a uh, not. It's it's not good at all but they made their halftime adjustments thanks to uh, that stop by Eli Apple on the goal line that was just <laughs> that was like a whirlwind of oh my god they made it down and Eli Apple got called for pass interference in the end zone <laughs> after they didn't call it on T Higgins who like like he had his arm held right <laughs> like we could agree that probably should have been pi like it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it, it, it
0: was, uh, he was
2: holding his arm, but it was not, I like, mean, when you force the egregious. receiver to catch the ball with one hand, you're doing something to stop him. but whatever, it's fine. Don't call it, but just have some consistency because the Eli Apple one was not any more egregious than that. In my opinion, that's fair. In my totally non-biased opinion. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> Eli Apple, I feel like, has been like a, a roller coaster of emotion watching him.
2: For well, <laughs> yes. he's he's,
0: fu- he's fun to watch. <laughs> he he's, makes he's the a,
2: Bengals games more interesting. He's a good Twitter follow as well. Just he was so excited.
1: He, <laughs> he was so excited to talk that trash on Tyreek Hill. <laughs>
2: just so unearned, too. And like, please all... just stop.
0: <laughs> and almost had the game-ending interception.
2: Uh, yeah that that was insane. it was just it remind I thought of it as the play happened at the second end of the second half. I just was transported back to week three against the Jaguars where you know they had a pretty terrible first half defense couldn't stop anything offense couldn't get anything going but then they made that play at the goal line to stop it and make it just still kind of within reach and it just felt like the same situation and then. Come out of halftime. I don't know what the hell happened to Mahomes. Like I know the Bengals kind of switched things up and started dropping the defensive end on like Kelsey's side, and they would drop eight a lot of times. But still, I just don't understand how that messed with Mahomes so much when I mean that's kind of his thing is he can scramble and make plays out of the pocket.
0: Yeah, I feel like the it, it did get in his head, like cause I feel like the first couple of drives of the second half like it felt like the chiefs were kind of doing the same thing they just like kind of missed on a couple of third downs and then they had to punt but like they almost had it on both of them it just felt like they they just they just kind of missed and then i feel like after yep. that just didn't feel like the same chiefs offense
2: yeah and i mean i uh i had no hope really when mahomes started driving down the field on the last drive once they got to about like the 10 i just thought uh this is setting up <laughs> To just rip my heart out, especially on the third and fourth or second and third down plays, because I mean, once Mahomes starts scrambling and he's running around for like five, like five seconds or so, you know your corners aren't gonna stay covering Tyree Hill and Travis Kelsey. So I just assumed someone was getting open and he was just gonna launch it. And I don't know how he never found anyone. And Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson just got to him, but that I had to pace around the couch a few times when that when those plays were were going on.
1: That was so impressive by Sam Hubbard, that effort. And Trey Hendrickson just that that was a difference maker just getting pressure on Mahomes.
2: I yeah. can only imagine the legend status that Sam Hubbard would have risen to in Cincinnati if like the Bengals recovered that fumble or if he recovered that fumble and it ended right there. Uh but it was pretty sweet that like that play by Jesse Bates in overtime. That's that's art. <laughs> <right there. laughs> just coming back behind Tyree killed and just keeping his fist or keeping his hand open and just like chopping the ball forward.
0: Yeah. And everybody, uh, you know, we were watching the game and everybody was just like when Patrick Mahomes just chucked it deep. Everybody was expecting that to be caught for yeah. you know, a touchdown. Like, yeah. Everybody just held their breath. It was like, ah, oh, Chiefs got this one. Um, and also, Bengals kind of went away with the narrative of overtime. They didn't start with the ball. Didn't matter.
2: That's true. You are allowed to play defense in overtime. Yep. Maybe <laughs> Take note, Bills. <laughs> yeah, maybe the number one defense should uh, know that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so much heart in this team. Like, they're such a talented roster, but they're playing beyond like their talent right now. It's really cool to
2: see. Absolutely. I mean, I never expected to see people like Trey Flowers, Eli Apple, random practice squad defensive tackles that we picked up like two weeks ago make plays, but everyone just seems to be on it. I mean, obviously, it's not perfect. You go down 21 to three, but still, they just never gave up. And, and before
1: I forget, we have to point at Joe Burrow's pinky. He's still playing through that pinky is. injury. He talked so about for that. Him.
2: Yeah, he talked about that today in the press conference. He said it's still He said it bothers him at random times throughout the day, but it's like throwing, he said it's not too bad. But I guess he will be getting surgery on it afterwards. So Yeah, I really thought in my head I'd just back to 2015 with Andy Dalton where he broke his thumb on the interception (laughs) play and that kind of torpedoed that season. A.G. McCarron. I mean, A.G. McCarron almost won us the playoff game that year and then Perfect decided to uh, start Antonio Brown down the CTE (laughs) path, but... Yeah, I just thought that was going to have more of an impact on the season, and then Burrow goes out and throws for 500-plus yards on the Ravens. <laughs> like, never would have expected that. Really cool to watch. And he's feel- making
1: turtlenecks look cool, too. So, I mean, there's, there's just so many wins going on for the Bengals right
2: now. <laughs> it's I, really cool. I feel like I'm at the point, though. there's two things there's so many people on the Bengals like Evan McPherson and Burrow that just have that air of it borders confidence and cockiness and right now everyone loves it because like they're the underdog and they haven't won anything and in my head first off I'm thinking oh my god anytime I'm cocky it comes back to bite me in the ass and I'm just so nervous that like Burrow and McPherson and a bunch of players are like that and saying things like that I'm like no Shut up. <laughs> this is going to go I poorly. I also
0: think uh, Joe Burrow is probably better than you at a lot of things. Well, that's events. probably accurate. <laughs> you
2: don't have to show it in my face, but. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm just saying he's like a professional NFL quarterback. I feel like that's he's been true. cocky at other points
2: in his life and probably hasn't had it bite him at all. <laughs> that's true. But I'm cocky just as a fan where I have literally no impact on it. <laughs> that is a good point. Well, Alex, I, I know we
1: don't pay Reeb the intern, but I mean, that was harsh. You have that little faith in him that he's not as good as Joe Burrow?
0: I, I don't know if that's a huge insult to say you're not <laughs> as good as a professional NFL quarterback. But well, I'm aware.
1: I, Maybe this is an overreaction. I don't think Joe Burrow could ever do a podcast as well as Reeb. That's true.
0: That's probably true.
2: Although he was, yeah. he was just on Tom Brady's podcast. And I don't think I'd ever be on Tom Brady's podcast. What yeah, doesn't does, Tom does Brady Does anybody have?
0: listen to Tom Brady's podcast? Like, I've never uh, met anybody who listens to Tom Brady's not. podcast. Probably not. I mean, nobody learned... listens to our podcast.
2: Either, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just learned that Pac-Man Jones has a podcast. That seems like <laughs> entertainment right there. <laughs> I'm sure he's hyped for the Bengals. He was. He was talking... Well. I didn't say it on his podcast, but I saw that he was saying he doesn't want any Steelers fans on the bandwagon. So take note, Drew. Pac Man Jones doesn't want you. On the I did.
0: Drew is over watching the game, and uh, my other roommate is also a Steelers fan. They both love Joe Burrow and were rooting for him. So they are on the bandwagon.
2: Yeah. They're on the Joe Burrow bandwagon, though, not the Bengals. Yeah. True. Pac Man about... Jones. <laughs> Sorry. I've thought about it the past couple of days. Just. Because people know I'm a Bengals fan, but I'm just waiting to like be wearing a Joe Burrow jersey or something, and for somebody to call me a bandwagon Bengals fan, and I think I might lose my fucking mind if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you just like them now that because they're good. I would lose it. I would absolutely it's lose true. it.
0: Bandwagon fan. <laughs> 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 Hasn't endured any hard times, with Bengals.
2: Nope, nothing at all. But yeah, they, I, I'm just waiting for people to turn on the Bengals. Like if they do complete this and win the Super Bowl, and then they get hyped throughout the off season.
0: I feel like that's a good problem to have. If like they're so good that people turn on them, and I, I feel like you'd be okay with that.
2: I'd be fine with it. But I mean, you <laughs>
0: complain about it constantly i'm sure but yes as i <laughs> do
2: about most things
0: <laughs> well it's it is right now just enjoy the ride uh I'm i trying i think God, I, I just spoil this for when we talk about the super bowl but i like the Bengals' chances um anyway there was a game after this um Reed might not have been quite as excited about it, but it was a close game. It was also a comeback win for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Um, they were. It looked like Kyle Shannon was once again going to get better of Sean McVeigh, but somehow the Rams uh, found a way, uh, and uh, they they managed to uh, to win this game in regulation, twenty to seventeen. Uh, Pep, what do you think about the game? Well, I feel really bad for Joukowsky
1: Tart. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's got to be bad. one he's going to be replaying in his head for a while. Yep. Um, and at the 49ers just, they should have put it away, but they didn't. And here we are with the Rams, the people's team now. There are so many people rooting for the Rams
0: now.
2: Really? I, I did like, not know that. <laughs> I'm, least, sure there
0: are, I'm sure there are a lot of them because yeah. uh, I read somebody, but I feel like people are more on the Bengals train than on the Rams train, uh, but that's totally
2: speculation. I have no idea. I mean, well, I, I, I was with I, you, Alex. That's what I thought. I guess
1: there are a lot of people, on, at least that I've talked to, that are fans of the Rams just because there's so much superstar talent on the Rams from their old teams. We're That's like, true. there are fans all over there, like, oh, I, I just love Matt Stafford so much, or I love
0: I OBJ know. so much. I could I, I know Jemp was, was rooting know. for Matthew Stafford
2: in this game. I don't know that. Do people from OBJ's old teams have love for him? Like, do the Giants fans? <laughs> I know Browns fans probably don't like him.
0: Browns fans definitely don't. Giants <laughs> fans might. Well, well I mean, uh, he
2: still forced his way out of New York, right?
0: I don't know they forced his way out of New York. I feel like they kind of wanted to. I don't know. Right there is a
2: one. loser that is
1: definitely going unnoticed right now, and that is Deshaun Jackson, who forced <laughs> his way off the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's a tough scene. It's a very yeah.
0: tough scene. Could be playing for a Super Bowl. But I, I was happy to see Sean McVeigh get over. This hump. Uh, I mean, he's been to a Super Bowl before, but uh, you know, always losing to Kyle Shanahan. You know, beating him in the this the most crucial of moments. Uh, I think was nice to see, and the validation of the Matthew Stafford trade. I don't think Matthew Stafford had like the best game ever in this, but he outplayed Jimmy G, um, <laughs> which I guess is something. <laughs> Jimmy G with like a broken thumb and shoulder. And it's Jimmy G. <laughs>
2: um,
0: what do you think happens to Jimmy G next year? Do you think he's still their starting quarterback, or do you think they try and trade him?
2: He's Uh-oh. asked for a trade, hasn't he?
0: He said, uh, he said
1: that they've been talking about what will be right for him next. So essentially where he wants to be traded is how I'm reading that. Yeah. It, which I- – Really, I think any place that just needs a starting quarterback is what he would want right now. Because he's got I I don't know what year of his contract he's entering, but he's still got some contract left. Like somebody will take him if they yeah. want a starting quarterback.
0: Yeah, I think he'll he'll get a starting job somewhere. Um you know, maybe on the commanders. We talked about that earlier. It's possible. Don't know that any of us would be super excited about it, but
2: I would I don't know if any team is <laughs> going to be really like thrilled that Jimmy G is their starter.
0: But look at his winning record as a quarterback. 35 <laughs> and 16 now.
1: The thing is the Commanders make the most sense because right now Jimmy's playing in or he has been playing in an offense that's very run heavy and that's what Scott Turner wants to do in Washington. And yeah, Jimmy's been making like some questionable decisions. Especially this season late in games, but what Ron wants on the commanders is like a he said it himself, a game manager. And I can't think of like a more game manager esque quarterback that Ron was describing than Jimmy. Like it just makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Jimmy is kind of a game manager, but then he'll also like made like bonehead interceptions. So it's kinda a weird <laughs> <laughs> weird combination. But yeah, no, I I I wouldn't mind him being our quarterback, you know, with the other options we have right now, so uh it, it'd be fine.
2: But what are what are some other landing spots for him? I mean, like who else needs a quarterback? Maybe like the, the Saints, Bucks. or I guess yeah, the Bucks.
1: Well, it'd be terrible to see him go to the Texans. Yeah, that would yeah. just be messed up. Uh, man, yeah. could you imagine like some crazy thing happening where he goes to the Browns? Who.
0: I I don't think they they'd get rid of Baker Mayfield to get Jimmy G. Like no, it just popped in my like head I, right now. Like
1: <laughs> some weird situation where that happened.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. I I don't know. There there are a lot of potential landing spots. Um, but uh, yeah, since we, you know, we're at, I was trying to make a nice transition there, but uh, Tom Brady retired. I uh, forgot to even put that on our rundown, but because it felt like it never ending saga this weekend of uh, <laughs> of uh you know he retired no he didn't yeah he did um but yeah uh you know one of the greatest quarterbacks I mean the greatest quarterback of all time I don't know why Yeah, I just said one of the greatest <laughs> yeah he uh, is
2: the the greatest
0: yeah um he's he's retired um officially now um, I know a lot of Patriots fans were mad that he didn't mention them in his retirement posts. What a, what a slap in the that's face. Just, that's so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> He just gave them six Super Bowls. Yeah. And he dares not to mention them in an Instagram post.
2: I like, in my head canon, it's just like Brady doesn't give a shit. And then he heard about the backlash of him not mentioning them. And he's like, Oh my God, fine. All right. I'll do, I'll make another separate post for them. <laughs> so they feel loved.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Just Boston <laughs> fans. You can taste it. Boston fans entitlement. <laughs> You're like, we're entitled to you saying something about us. Like you haven't been just, just gifted all these victories over like 20 years. You guys can't
2: stand some of you people it's absurd when they brought up all his afc championship games and just the years it's 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 ridiculous it is is absolutely ridiculous
0: yeah i think uh you know him retiring now is definitely i think a bittersweet moment for a lot of fans i think a lot of a lot of tom brady haters are you know glad to see him out and Certainly teams that, you know, had to play against him are, are happy to see him out. But, you know, Tom Brady gave us some of the best football games and moments of our life. And like when I was looking at doing those top 10 games last podcast, like so many of the games I was considering <laughs> were Tom Brady games, um, you know, on both sides of it, of him winning and losing. But he always made games fun, you know, and even, you know, his, his last game here, obviously. That was a very fun game even though he ended up losing it to the rams um and i feel like there were a lot of those uh for tom brady um so just uh just clearly one of the i mean clearly one of the greatest stories um i, I think you know how people think of tom brady as like the you know part of the evil empire patriots but like he he was really an underdog story, you know, we always talk about him being that late round draft pick and he made the Patriots that Pearson team like before he got there the Patriots were one of the worst teams in the NFL. They were they were like a franchise like, you know, the Bengals or the <laughs> <laughs> the Lions. <Yeah. laughs> hey, maybe Joe Burrow do the same thing to the ba- Bengals.
2: The torch yeah. has been passed out. Yes. Yeah. If that He's happens famous. just my god. <laughs> That would be amazing.
0: It's you know, people like to make those Tom Brady Joe Burrow comparisons for some reason,
2: even though they do a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> their personalities could not be more different, I feel like, but Yeah. I feel like their playing styles are are somewhat similar. <laughs>
2: I yeah I don't really understand it like he's got this, he's got such a football IQ and he just has he's that just a winner. He just has it and wins. Like, all right, well that's
0: Like a lot of good quarterbacks do have yeah, that. Like a yeah, lot of, a lot of quarterbacks have that. I think
1: people are just mad that he's not getting the assessment. I've watched this kid's tape. I've watched this kid's <laughs> tape. Oh, you know what? I've watched his tape. <laughs> I just get so tired of that. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, I I feel like, uh, you know, having to, I've always loved watching Tom, I've I've never been one of the Tom Brady haters, but, you know, I was kind of ready for him to retire, I feel like, you know, watching him, it's like kind of watching like one of your favorite shows come to a conclusion, and it's like, it's been, you know, really good, but you kind of want to see it end on a good note, and, you know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL this year, and um you know i know he said you know obviously it'd be ideal to end on the super bowl but he ended on a pretty good game great season i was to um, say he's
2: probably like second in mvp voting yeah he for sure is
0: um and I, I think you know he you could easily make a case that he should be the mvp but it's uh, you know he <laughs> one of the best seasons of his career and aged 45 i mean It's, it's crazy. Um,
1: I just remember that interview with him where he had that obnoxious long hair and he was just like, when I suck, I'll quit. And I I was, I watched and I was like, you're a douche, but (laughs) when will you start sucking? And now I'm sitting here that he's retired and I'm just like, suck?" like, damn, (laughs) like, we we so much has changed in our lives but Tom Brady has just not he he's not lost his luster he's retiring because it's just time.
0: Yeah, I saw he uh he has more passing yards after he turned 40 than Troy Aikman had for his entire career.
2: <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> My goodness. So
0: that- that's a good joke. But I honestly I could also see like Tom Brady coming back and being like he's like, Yeah, I want to spend time with my family and then he's like, Oh wait, I hate my family. I just want to <laughs> play football. <laughs> yeah, like what is what does Gronk do now?
2: Uh, I, think I, I think he retired. There's he no way he keeps on making USAA commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's
0: not he's not gonna play with Blaine Gabbard or whoever the Bucks have a quarter. No, nah, he's gone. The Bucks the Bucks are getting the, the first pick. You know, (laughs) in twenty twenty three, I think I don't know that. Do you think Bruce? Does Bruce Arians really want to coach this team? They could just
2: blow it all up. Like,
0: yeah, I feel like they brought everybody back for this year. I, I feel like they just they just rebuild now. I, I don't know what their option other options are at this point.
2: Kyle Trask,
0: yeah, he'll
1: take over. The second round pick was spent on him.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a good chance he's their starter next year, but I don't know if that's going to make them two good.
2: years of learning under Tom Brady. He we might Jimmy G.
0: We might
1: honestly see the Falcons take this division next year and like have it be a serious
0: thing. God, this yeah. division is so With, bad. Yeah, without this is Brady, crazy. This I didn't even think horrible. about that. No Tom Brady, no Drew Brees, no Sean Payton.
1: It's going to be a rough one. Like if Matt Rule <laughs> can't take this, then we won't see Matt Rule after next year. And
0: yeah, I guess it's good news for Matt Rule though, because he was probably done after this year if he didn't if he doesn't yeah. you know make the playoffs or something.
2: Yeah, so. if he can't win the division this year, he's not winning it ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because this division is going to be so bad. You see what the Saints are going to have to blow up their roster because they're over their salary cap and then everybody's going to be leaving the Bucks because the popular kid's not there anymore. Uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah, Antonio Brown's gone, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then maybe, maybe Kyle Pitts just breaks out and terrorizes this whole division. Yeah.
2: Kyle Pitts. Is Calvin Ridley, is he back? No No idea.
1: He's on the market.
2: (laughs) Okay. So,
1: He could be seeing a huge deal.
2: I don't know if people want to pay for him when he. You don't know if he's going to play football. Pieced out for. I mean, like, understandable. Get get your head right. If you can't like play football and handle it, but totally, I do understand teams not wanting to
0: (laughs) pay a guy a lot of money money without knowing if he's going to actually do his job.
2: Yeah, I also don't really know how good of a coach Arthur Smith is
0: Yeah I mean he won games with not a great team I don't know that I mean I I guess that's kind of a good coach
2: I think the Falcons were just the team I cared the least about this year That's I would agree with that (laughs) Just nothing seemed to happen I would see Kyle Pitts breakout games and I'd be like cool you hyped him up he's already a Hall of Famer in most people's eyes so like, great. like
1: what the hell is Cordero Patterson doing yeah. In the <laughs> oh, whoa, yeah two touchdowns
2: go Falcons we're getting to like the last quarter of the season and people still have him in the hunt on all those graphics I'm like wait what <laughs> all right
1: that was weird
0: all right. Well, I think we spent enough time on the NFC South since none of those teams are still relevant, um, <laughs> maybe for the next couple of years. Um, so uh, let's talk about some of the other news. There were some, you know, coaching hires since we uh, last spoke. Um, looks like the uh, the Vikings have. There's a report that they're expected to hire Kevin O'Connell. Um, the Rams. Offensive coordinator, um, you know, obviously have to wait till after the Super Bowl to make that official. Since uh, and but seems like he's their guy since Jim Harbaugh withdrew and says he's coming back to Michigan. I'm sure uh, Jack's happy about that. Um, but uh, what do you think of Kevin O'Connell's coach of the or the the Vikings? Seems like the Vikings
1: are really committed to Kirk Cousins. Because Kirk has ties to Kevin McConnell, even back to the uh, three team names ago in Washington. (laughs) Uh, So it would be really cool. uh, I feel like Kevin O'Connell interviewed, and they're like, so if your kicker missed a kick, how many games would you wait to (laughs) cut him? He was like, two. And they're like, you got it.
0: job's yours. That is the right answer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm interested to see what the vikings do i i don't know how much i care about kevin o'connell i mean i feel like most people know this is sean McVay's office in in los angeles but that doesn't stop his other assistants from getting coaches jobs so
2: it's true got zach taylor a job
0: yep we're, we're working out for the Bengals right now i don't know that it's really on zach yeah. taylor but hard to argue with the super bowl appearance so
2: yeah, it. Uh, I mean, they got offensive firepower, so it will be interesting to see with a more offensive-minded coach what the Vikings can do, because it always felt weird that Zimmer was brought in to have that hard-nosed defense, and he did for like a couple years, and then it just kind of fell apart, and they didn't really have any good corners or anything, and it was all kind of on the offense and it just never seemed to work.
0: Yeah. They really just weren't bringing in new talent. They kept like trying to bring everybody back and some people got worse and some people had to leave and it wasn't, they never got anybody. They drafted a bunch of corners in the first round that just didn't pan out. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I think they, they got to do some rebuilding because just bringing back the same group of guys, I don't think is working. Uh, you know, I'm obviously a big Kirk fan, so I think he can definitely, you know, service this team, uh, especially with the group of you know receivers he has, and uh, he's got Dalvin Cook. Uh, I think their offensive line has gotten better. Um, I think you know, they just got to bring some some fresh faces in on defense, and uh, you know, obviously can still improve some on the offensive side. It's not like the offensive line is amazing now, but. It's it's better.
1: It's definitely worth building off of with Aaron Rodgers maybe kind of likely leaving Green Bay. Like they can actually make a run in, in the NFC and become one of the top teams next year. Just depending on some coaching, maybe adding a couple more pieces so that they don't have to win every game 34-31. You know, maybe they can win with a little more of a pad and commit to Kirk for, you know, one year for the rest of his contract.
2: That's true. I didn't really I didn't really think about that if Rodgers leaves. That kind of is the Vikings division to lose.
0: Yeah, I, I, even like if Rodgers goes to AFC, who's the best quarterback in the NFC? Right? It's a toss like, up. Like Russell Wilson, I guess. I, I mean, he could leave got, too.
1: You've got Jared Goff, so I mean, <laughs> it's going to be like <laughs> it's going to be tough.
2: Goodness. Is it Kyler? Like, would it be Kyler? Yeah, maybe Kyler. But yeah, just saying that, like, (laughs) that's a rough state of (laughs) affairs for quarterbacks. Goodness. Yeah. Maybe maybe Justin Fields brings it.
1: Right? Yeah. Jimmy G on the Commanders. Yeah.
0: He's now the best quarterback in the NFC. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Well, also, um, the uh, the Raiders did not bring back Rick Bisaccia, unfortunately, for, um, you know, you Passaccia fans. Um, they hired Josh McDaniel. I um, was a little surprised that he did, in fact. And, and you know, he's actually has stayed so far. He's not he's not left. Um, you know, there's still time to get out. But uh, so far, um, looks like he's going to be the coach. <laughs> a lot yeah. of enthusiasm af- of,
2: over that hire. I don't know if it's just for me, but your voice is cutting out like half the time, Alex.
0: Oh, well, that's also...
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a little problem.
0: bit of cut cutout. And
1: yeah. uh, going to your point about Josh McDaniel staying with it so far and not backing out, I forgot about that totally. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just right there where I'm like, is he actually taking the job or just like some publicity stunt? <laughs> Apparently, the
2: NFL forgot about it, too, because I feel like he probably, like, I remember the narrative when he did that was just, oh, he's never going to get a head coaching job. He screwed over this franchise horribly, (laughs) and now who cares?
1: (laughs) And I hate how much Robert Kraft probably loves this because the Raiders were just, like, so blatantly obvious and, like, we're doing the Patriot way. We're going to get their offensive coordinator and their GM and just, like... Kind of obnoxious, but hey, it feels like Josh McDaniels has grown a lot since his tenure with the Broncos, and uh, he definitely would have a good relationship with Derek Carr if they decide to keep going that route. So, you know what? Good for all of them.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, I think uh, you know Josh McDaniels is clearly like a good offensive coach. Um, you know, it's been a long time since he was a head coach. Uh so there's there's definitely a solid chance he's grown since then. I know that, you know, him abandoning the team was definitely not a good look, but uh I don't know how much that really matters. Like does that affect do you think that makes him a worse coach? I don't know, maybe. I just maybe would some- think
2: the owners would hold it against him, but I yeah. guess I guess not apparently.
0: Yeah, I think ultimately the owners just want a guy who's going to win for them they're like yeah you didn't do it to me it's fine <laughs> i don't think the colts would hire him again
2: that that's probably accurate i think the bigger deal here is mike mayock getting fired so they're not drafting second and third round talent <laughs> the first round every year
1: oh no poor mike mayock yeah
0: <laughs> Hey, you know, you got to, he, he was used to TV where he's like, yeah, I got to make bold picks to keep people <laughs> interested. <laughs>
2: there are no repercussions when I say Alex <laughs> Leatherwood is a top 15 pick. Mm-hmm.
1: This is, uh, this is the guy right here that would always say, I watch this kid's tape. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I question watching tape. <laughs> Maybe you could say, Hey, this guy is really good on this draft board. Kind of like we do in Madden 07 and, just go for it.
2: Yeah. Just see put his IQ test. Yeah. What's his I awareness s- at?
1: <laughs> just figure out how good he is as soon as you sign him.
2: You think you need yeah. to do some drills and <laughs> insert like a chip so you can control the player with a controller <laughs> and see how they feel on those drills.
0: <laughs> Mike Mayock just right after signing Alex Leather, where he's like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> gotta hey, send him to a lot of camp drills. <laughs> Ooh, just gave our
1: draft class a high F. <laughs> uh,
0: great, great man jokes. All right. Um last uh, coaching hire that's happened so far. The Giants going with Brian Dable. Um I think certainly um people have, you know he's been a hot coaching name for the past couple of years but he did with the bill's offense um to, does this move the needle for you on the giants
2: not until they get rid of mac jones and daniel jones daniel jones maybe get mac jones i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah that'd probably be helpful uh yeah i don't know it's uh, i i think he's probably the most exciting coach that they've hired since, uh, you know, since Coughlin. Yeah. I mean, like this was easily the
1: probably best candidate to get on the head coaching market. Oh, whoa. Whoa. (laughs)
0: What? Well, we're, we're going to get into that right right after this. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Well, Brian Dayball, in my opinion, was probably the top coach that, some people want it Racist. on the market, but um, given the state of the giants and just the whole organization and being a fan of the Washington commanders, like I still don't have faith in this team whatsoever. There's so much to do, but it does make sense because Daniel Jones is like a smaller Josh Allen and they have so many receivers to work with um, that they could be, I, I'm, I'm sure Brian day will try to turn it into somewhat, something like the Bills, but they are the Giants and I saw Brian Dayball's walk up video. Whoever on that social media team made that video and just decided not to put music underneath that thing. And it's just him driving up in his truck and then just walking in silence to the building. That was weird. And you did a bad job. I expect better from you. But uh that's all I have to say about that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well good luck to Brian Dayball there. Um he he was chosen as the Giants' head coach, but uh, over Brian Flores, um, and Brian Flores is now suing the NFL um, for racism and bad practices, um, and uh, he's probably right. Uh, I you know I don't don't know the, all the details, but basically what he said um, is that he was. He was supposed to interview with the Giants Because um, the Rooney rule requires you to interview um, At least two coaches of color um, But uh, they had already decided on Brian Dable So his whole interview was a sham uh, Awkwardly, Bill Belichick texted him Being like, congratulations, we heard you uh, heard you got the job <laughs> uh, And he's like, what? I interviewed there on Thursday <laughs> And he's like, oh, well, I heard you're the guy and then he was like, oh, actually, uh, I messed up. They actually it was actually Brian Dable, not Brian Flores that they were hiring. So, what,
2: what a year. Like, imagine <laughs> telling someone that something like this would be exposed because of a Bill Belichick tweet.
0: <laughs> it's a text, not a
2: tweet. In, yeah, a text. It's just <laughs> Insanity.
0: Is it not
1: funny though? Like that Bill Belichick texts like a thirteen-year-old girl on MySpace, <laughs> like really, with like a million question marks? Yeah, Congrats! I love that.
2: Because <laughs> Flores just said, "Do you know something I don't?" And he just said, "Giants," with like <laughs> three or four question marks and I switched points. <laughs> it all just felt surreal. Like this, this can't be Bill Belichick. This is, is Bill this?
1: Belichick's cunning reform. Cunning form of revenge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't, I mean, I definitely would not be shocked if there is some racism in, you know, with these, you know, old
2: billionaire white owners. Oh, yeah. Um, not not a doubt in my mind that some of these <laughs> interviews are bullshit just to fulfill this rule. Yeah, but it's
0: Absolutely. also, uh, you know, a rule that is kind of hard to enforce. Like, how do you stop people from having, like, like if you're forcing people to interview coaches, like if they hire, if they interview Brian Dable and they really want to hire him, and yeah, it's it's hard for them to. Then they have still have to interview Brian Flores. It's kind of a hard situation, um, but yeah, I I think there probably is, uh, you know, some yeah. something stuff to like claim. this. I'm
2: sure happens, but yeah, again, the rule, like you said, it does lend itself kind of to stuff like that happening.
0: Yeah, and it's hard. There's not, like, a great, you know, it's hard to, like, enforce, you know, no racism. Like, it's yeah. hard to know when people are doing that. But um, I'm sure the NFL will try to do some reform in response to this. Um, so we'll and see it, what they.
2: And it won't change the thing. <laughs> Probably. Um,
0: and, you know, we talked about it when Brian Flores got fired. We were, like, we uh, I mean, we didn't talk about racism. But, like, we were talking about, like, other coaches who had, like, had really good records and still got fired. Um, and Jim Caldwell was the first name that comes to mind. Another, you know, black coach. Uh, uh, not, not great. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about that. I mean, you see like coaches that have winning records and get fired. You don't love to see that. Um, yeah. And then I there's, a- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Reeve.
2: I just, I, I, it ended up differently, but I just remember thinking that, cause when Flores got fired, it was on or was his later? I might be misremembering. Was his on like the typical day where everybody gets fired? Uh I
0: think it was It was. Well, I think it was, I, yeah.
2: Because I thought I remember just thinking, how the hell did Brian Flores get fired? But someone like Joe Judge didn't? And yeah, then of course a couple days later he <laughs> did, but still I just had that thought like how Yeah. How is that there? How is that different?
1: Yeah. It's that, exposing a lot of I mean, obviously, there are a lot of questionable owners in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> um, without trying to sound like I'm virtue sign- signaling, it's just, uh, it's definitely brave by Brian Flores because speaking yeah. of those said owners, like he definitely could get blackballed and not hired. In the future. Yeah, I,
0: w- I would agree. Oh, I think it's going to be very hard for anybody to hire a guy who's suing the NFL right now. Uh, well, it's unfortunate because, you know, I think Brian Flores was like a really good coach. I would have liked to see him coach a team. But
2: and it's not even I mean, it is that he's suing the NFL for this, but also like he's also insinuating that the owners are blatantly tanking as like oh, yeah. another element to this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was about to get into that, like the, <laughs> the Stephen Ross offering him incentives to lose for yeah. get a better draft pick and then uh, also trying to tamper with uh, quarterback against league rules and you know brian floors refused and you know uh, the fact going against ownership being like hey i don't want to break nfl rules is yeah. like maybe contributed him to get getting fired so that's you know also i mean i don't know if that's think, racism but it's just wrongful termination i would say yeah
2: i think that is what's more likely to get him ostracized from the league though like completely going up against ownership saying that they're well, I mean I guess the racism is against ownership as well but just saying that like yeah that these owners are kind of fixing games and not really competing with the integrity of the game in mind
1: I'm sorry but the best joke was Hugh Jackson inserting himself <laughs> in here <laughs> <laughs> it's like man you must
0: be rich <laughs> good for you <laughs> Hugh Jackson was taking those incentives. He was like, man, I am so good at this. You know what?
1: I'm going to start RG 3 uh,
2: It just started like a train too of like, cause then Deshaun Kaiser tweeted out like, Oh, that, like, <laughs> like yeah, I was in marks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, maybe you yeah, all but- were just
1: bad on your own. It's just more kudos to, uh, Brian Flores though. Cause if that, if those were his circumstances, uh, he did a remarkable job coaching and winning games yeah. Yeah. Uh, was, with that insane. on the line. So yeah, just, just all props to him. I do remember and, uh,
2: seeing just something I, who knows if it actually would have worked out this way, but it just did just kind of make me think of like the cutthroat nature of NFL coaching when somebody said, Oh man, if he had taken that and lost those games, he would have gotten Joe Burrow and could have coached Joe Burrow. And then somebody just said, well, no, most likely he would have tanked to get Joe Burrow, and then they would have fired him, and then somebody else would have gotten Joe Burrow. <laughs> right. on the dolphins. It's like, damn, yeah, that's that that's sounds true. about right. <laughs> totally. Yep.
0: Well, yeah, I think uh, uh, NFL probably will will settle and um, try to make some reforms, and you know, I, who's to say if those will work? But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the NFL, like in terms of like tanking I feel like the NFL is pretty good about not tanking cuz even if like an owner does do that I feel like players and coaches are still
2: probably going to try and win. So except for uh, the Eagles in week 17 last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we just, we just want to see what was it Colt McCoy? We just want to see Nate what he Sudfeld. brings to the table. Nate Sudfield, even worse. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. All right. Well, I, yeah, I feel like week 17, some teams might tank a little bit, but <laughs> week 18 now. Um, but I, I, think for the most part, like a team doesn't go into the season. Tanking. Well, no. We've seen, we've seen, you know, people say that about teams and then they always, you know, surprise, or usually surprise and win a few games. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much all the topics we had for today. It was a pretty full pod. Um, I'm sure we'll get into the Super Bowl next week. Um, plenty of you know pre-Super Bowl stuff. Obviously, get to talk about the Pro Bowl after that happens. Uh, that's going to be exciting. Um, I really wanted to bet on the Pro Bowl. I can't find it any on any sports book currently, though. Uh, you can
1: do a DraftKings
0: lineup.
2: Can you really?
1: Yeah. I mean, that sounds miserable. That actually would be significantly harder than just betting on like a 1 p.m. slate or a 4 p.m. slate because you're like, usually with the Pro Bowl, you have one standout player that gets two touchdowns or, you know, just like one time it was a fullback that was like scoring all the touchdowns for a team. Like, so you got to (laughs) pick one player who's your guy if you're going that route.
2: Yeah. Are there odds on like the events, like the dodgeball game, or like the? <laughs> I'm
0: sure there will be. Yes, no. I don't think those are done live, so I don't think you can bet on. Damn.
1: It's really depressing, though. Like the Pro Bowl used to be this really exciting thing for players, where they they get a trip to Hawaii to like chill out and you know yeah. maybe maybe play the game hungover, have some drinks. <laughs> but now it's
0: just like, hey, you're
1: in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, go, go make some questionable decisions with your life, or like gamble all your Pro Bowl money away.
0: Yeah, I always found that more fun when it was in in Hawaii, and it was it was like a vacation. You, they would like interview players, you know, talk to them about the Super Bowl, and just like I felt like the week leading up to the Pro Bowl was just kind of fun, even if the game, you know, wasn't particularly interesting. Um, it was just kind of a fun event. Um, but now it just doesn't have the same feel.
1: It was a reward to those players, and. All that. Yeah. Guess it just doesn't bring that money in anymore.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they got rid of the Pro Bowl yeah. soon. So I don't think anybody I would be.
2: Change with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's going to happen. Um, we're going to talk about it. And uh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's all we. Oh, um, uh, you know what? We'll get into our reactions now. Um, <laughs> I know you I guys are very days. excited. Reeb, you oh got my yours.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds my, like you're prepared.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I forgot about it until like five minutes ago. And it's uh, better than usual. That's true. Five full <laughs> minutes. My, yeah, my overreaction, I'm thinking that Patrick Mahomes was so confident at halftime that the Chiefs were going to win that game that he decided to take the second half off, saw his brother Jackson, and told him to go play quarterback for the next half. Thought he would lock it up, get some extra rest for the Super Bowl, but his TikTok-loving brother could not seal the deal as quarterback. <laughs>
0: uh, that, is, that is a bold pre- I, I guess it was, it's not a prediction. It's like a <laughs> Just it's a an overreaction conspiracy how bad theory. He was, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I think that probably would explain that second half quite a bit. Um, Pep, do you have your overreaction? Um, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, totally. I, guess I, I, I already,
1: uh, I, I'm going to make one up right now. I love the Washington Commanders. Love the name. <laughs> it's a great name. It's a fantastic name. Uh, there was a lot of hard work that was put into it. And I really want a varsity jacket. I think those are really cool because I saw Dan Snyder walk out with one on, and I was like, that is really cool. He's a great model. So I want one. All right. I I love it.
0: Um, Because it's so untrue.
1: Couldn't look less cool. (laughs) Uh, All
0: right. My overreaction, um, Reeb, you're going to like this. I think that the Bengals will win the Super Bowl because they have the better kicker. And I think it's gonna come down like Matt Gay is not gonna win win if it comes down to him. No, nope. but Evan McPherson, he's money, and he's gonna he's gonna be the reason the Bengals get over the Rams. Feeling Does. confident about it, putting money on it already.
2: <laughs> um, Does he so. break Vinatieri's record? He needs three field goals to break the like most number of field goals in a postseason. I didn't know that.
0: Um, I think probably yeah. He does it.
2: There's Vinatieri? part of me that wants it to, but then there's part of me that's like, I don't really want to kick field goals. I'd rather score touchdowns.
0: Vinatieri has the record. Was it with the Colts? Uh, I don't know. Because that was the only time I think he played three or four games in the postseason.
2: What about um, when he was with the Patriots? They always won it in three. They always had to buy. Oh, they always had to buy. Yeah. It may have been with the Colts. Yeah. I don't. know. It should have been.
0: I mean, they still could have done it with the Patriots, but. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, that's my reaction. But I do want to quickly follow up on my overreaction from last week, which was about the Sean Payton movie. I did watch that. Um, it, uh, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't great. I don't think like you know it's a must watch. I don't think it's winning any Oscars. Um, Kevin James, uh, I don't know that he really seemed like Sean Payton. He tried to play it like. You know, more of like a you know straight man role. And he didn't didn't be like his goofy Kevin James self. Um, tried to be a little more dry, um, like Sean Payton would be. Um, so I guess he acted a little bit, um, but uh, you know it was interesting. Uh, had some laughs, um, not a lot of them. And uh Rob Schneider's in it, so that was uh that was great. He, Rob Schneider plays uh uh Sean Payton's ex-wife's new husband. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that was a, a good joke. Um and Sean Payton makes a cameo at the end as like the janitor of the Saints.
1: Well, I think you're missing the big thing. Like, how good was Taylor Lautner? Oh, he's great.
0: He did a great job as the the head coach, um, seemed to really not know much, um, pretty much just let Sean Payton do everything, uh, but at the end, they decide just to go out and have fun, because they're kids.
2: Do they win? And,
0: no, they don't. <laughs> they get second place, though. That, yeah, fucking losers. <laughs> but
1: uh, <laughs> I, what did I tell you guys? Like when this movie first came out, I was like, "Oh, Sean Payton's son is a loser," and now Sean Payton is forced to spend time with his loser son. that's
0: <laughs> What this movie's all about. Uh, his son's actually one of the better players on the team. To be fair, but
1: he's not the best, but Sean Payton, the best. Still, Sean Payton would still make him go to All Stars because he's
0: the <laughs> we, we know how that goes. There's one kid who's like really good on their team. And then, like his kid, it's probably like the second best player. And their kicker has never made a kick. And then it comes down to him at the end and he misses again.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> uh, he,
0: is so, it yeah. Randy? <laughs> 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 it is not. Um, but yeah. Uh, it, you know, heartwarming movie. You guys should check it out. It's on Netflix, right? <laughs> it's on Netflix. Cool
1: i actually Uh, will so thanks happy madison
2: (laughs) thanks for this movie we all were waiting to see and we all were asking for
0: the best happy madison production since happy gilmore (laughs) all right well i think we've said it all let's get out of here we will talk to you next week before the super bowl uh you know coming down to the end of football season it's a little, little sad but uh still got some of the best yet to come sorry for the background noise I think it's a good time to uh, get out of here <laughs>
1: <laughs> pro football jokes make it uncomfortable